Hello, friends. Welcome back. Oh, wait, no, maybe I should start like this. Hello, Earthlings. No, that's wrong. Greetings, Earthlings, <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of The Challenge Read with me, Ray. And me, Dr. K. All right, season 35, episode four, Karma Chameleon. Someone's really putting in work with the title puns this season, I see. We've just come home from the elimination, the upset elimination of CT by Ricky J. Um, and everyone's kind of reeling from that shock. Yeah, and as they're walking through the door, there's someone like screaming, making fun of CT for losing. I had to actually rewind it to see who it was. Oh yeah, I noticed that. Um, and it was Kyle. For a moment, I thought it was Bear because it was um, a British accent, but it was another British person. <laughs> apparently, they all sound the same. <laughs> um, but he's he's laughing it up and making fun of CT. And Jordan, for some reason, is channeling Luigi from Super Mario Brothers. Did you notice that? You, I think it's becoming a trend that you are always picking up on the stylistic choices of... <laughs> I'm not sure how you missed that one because he had a handlebar mustache <laughs> and was wearing um, overalls. I think I noticed it's, the mustache. Yeah, he was wearing overalls. He was also wearing the same overalls when they go out to the bar later in the episode. Nope. I, tr I take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so sometime during all of this, Ashley is still trying to convince people that she doesn't screw over her alliances because for some reason she thinks the rest of us forgot how she stole the entire million dollar win from her partner Yeah, when she wouldn't have won from without her partner a couple of seasons ago. She basically did the same thing Johnny did because they're yeah they're the same person but you know i feel competitively i wouldn't say i feel sorry for ashley but i do think there's like two parts to this that i that don't quite reconcile for me number one i don't know why she is convinced that everyone is just believing johnny that she's this snake like i don't know why she feels the constant need to defend herself when it's the only person making these accusations against her at least loudly, is Johnny. And I don't, I mean... I think she feels that way because I may have touched on this in, one, in the previous episode, is she doesn't actually have any of her friends or true uh, allies, yeah. so to speak, in the she's, house. She's like overcompensating a little right. bit. She's, she is one of the few people who is actually there by herself. Okay, that makes sense like, now. She knows the other people, but like her true ride or die folks, none of them are there. Okay, well, I guess, okay. It, it's, it's starting to make a little bit more sense now to me. Yeah. Why she's so, so I think that's why manically. she's also being very sensitive about everything. Yeah. Ashley is talking to Maddie and Maddie promises that she will never vote for Ashley and that they'll actually work really well together because one has the brain and one has the brawn. And we'll I was, see how long that works. I was so excited for this partnership. Um, 
I think we do call it one of the shortest lived. (laughs) (laughs) So short. I mean, we don't even get, we don't even get a commercial break before this partnership completely implodes. And because of the person we're going to talk about next, Bear, and his persistent and never ending pursual of Kayla, who who honestly is really giving him nothing to work on. He's really giving, he's like an illustration. Not true. Not true? Not true. Kayla was in this whole opening scene. Kayla was telling Bear how she thinks he's hot and that he has an obnoxious personality, which she loves. And she doesn't (laughs) think she is annoyed by that because she's in a relationship right now. Cause otherwise she would be all over it with bear. Oh, okay. that, that was their conversation. Oh, I completely blocked that out. I think it's because I that's see nothing Anissa, of interest in him. <laughs> that's what Anissa was listening to when she okay. was outside the door. I love how the, I feel like the producers are using Anissa as like a stand in for the viewer. Like, she's everywhere we need her to be at all times right. to give yes. us, like, the real tea. <laughs> yeah, so then Bear challenges his inner middle school boy and decides to bring out his bad boy skills. And he steals a fire extinguisher from somewhere and he bombs the room that Kayla and a couple of other people are sleeping in. Yeah, Kayla and Ashley, namely. Yeah. I, I was. It seems to be like five oh, or Nani six people who came well. running out of the room. But he thinks it's hilarious. And I don't know why. It was so dumb. I would have been pissed too. I mean, I think the level of anger that Ashley had would have matched my own if someone came into my room where I'm in my bed and sprayed yeah. me with whatever crap fills a fire extinguisher. Yeah. And it's not stuff that you want to be breathing in. Yeah. But so That's she why you only use it in emergencies, <laughs> not to impress the girl you're trying to fuck. Yeah. So Ashley gets pissed. She gets very angry. And the thing is that he's not even he's not only is he non-apologetic, he's actively taunting the people who are coming out of the room angry at him for doing it. Right, because also Kayla is turned on by it, which she shared in her talking head. <sighs> These girls thought it was so great. Her and D are just going to give me a freaking aneurysm. (laughs) So most people are annoyed. There's a small group that thinks it was really funny. And I think that's mostly because they weren't in the room sleeping when it happened. And Ashley is so pissed that she walks over to Bear and spits in his face. That is so fucking disgusting. Yeah, I mean, then I, that's like a, that's, I, I agreed with Maddie when she said that when someone spit on, spits on you, it's like akin to hitting, like hit, assaulting yeah. someone. Yeah. Like, no, that's how totally you start is. physical fights. It totally is. I know that I, as someone who considers myself to be a pacifist, mm. until you put your hands on me, that if someone spit on me, I would shank them. Yeah, that's putting your hands on them. Yeah. But what I don't understand is why Maddie is so angry on Bear's behalf. Because Bear doesn't even care. Yeah, he's, he's, he thought it was fucked up, but he's not 
feeling any type of way about it. Yeah. He probably has emotional maturity, like the emotional range of a teaspoon. Anyway, so, but Maddie gets really pissed off and starts going after Ashley for being mad at Bear for actually doing something to her. I mean, the fight is clearly between them. So I don't understand why Maddie feels the need to insert herself so aggressively. Right. And then implying all the things that have been in Ashley's mouth, both that day and previously. (laughs) I mean, it's on camera, so (laughs) if you could go back (laughs) to previous episodes and see whatever. Um, But that's all Ashley needs to set her off. And she starts to taunt Maddie. Maddie. She starts to taunt Maddie. Maddie. Okay. <laughs> that the UKers are in, in, influencing my speech. <laughs> um, she starts to taunt Maddie and tells her that Maddie should go ahead and hit her if she's so inclined, because Ashley would love to see her go back to jail. And apparently this is something that Maddie told Ashley in confidence. So the fact that Ashley's even bringing it up, I mean, to me, it's true to form for who Ashley is, because this is the type of shit she does all the time. Um, So I get why everybody else was just like, oh, she is a snake. But like you said, like Ashley has a right to be mad in this instance with yeah. Bear and also mad that other people are trying to make her her emotion feel insignificant. Like she has a right to feel the way she's feeling. For sure. She For didn't have a right sure. to spit on him, but she has a right to feel the way she's feeling. So there's 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 honestly lots of wrong to go around everyone's wrong here yeah but somehow while all this is going on nani gets involved in the fight now and i'm so fucking confused because i literally blinked and all of a sudden there was security nani was across the room between nani and maddie and i just i had no idea how it got there how it happened I was like, well, did Maddie, like, shove Nani? No, they were, they no. were, like, 500 feet apart. But I think Nani got fed up with Maddie, for some reason, like, caping for Bear. She was like, shut the fuck up. You were not in the room. Therefore, you, you do not have a right to have an opinion in this instance. Just, mm-hmm. like, stay out of it. But also, I think Nani was trying to get some camera time or something. Because oh, yeah, well, <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And my favorite part in all of this is that at some point, Bear finds these blue swim goggles and he has them on while Nani and Maddie are bucking up against each other. (laughs) So here are these two women like about to throw down this big ass security guard trying to keep them separated and back to back with the security guard is bare in blue swim goggles. Like, he's such a fucking idiot. He's so dumb and so, so objectively annoying that I don't understand Kayla and how she could be remotely attracted. But it's not even just Kayla. It's every season. 
And last season, there were two women who were fighting over him. Two. Un un unbelievable. It's unreal. All right, but yeah. But all of this, as I said, all of this happens before a commercial and before the first mission even starts. So yeah. I'm exhausted. And yeah. we're not even like six minutes into the <laughs> We, the we saw an alliance form and alliance crumble. <laughs> <laughs> Three fights. Three fights. <laughs> a room one, gets one smoked out. <laughs> one love story. <laughs> yeah, it was just a lot. But that's where we are between the end of last week's uh, purgatory and our first commercial break of episode four. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to the breakdown of this episode's mission. Finally. Which and was like hell, this would, this is like my worst case scenario of a mission. If I'm in the challenge. So this mission is called cold war mm -hmm. and they're going to be in teams of five with each team separated into two groups. There's going to be a group of three divers and a group of two breakers. There's a cold pool of water, ice cold pool of water, and the divers have to get in this pool and release puzzle pieces that are locked to the floor. Mm -hmm. And then once they get all of the puzzle pieces out, they have to complete a, pu a puzzle which is why they're puzzle pieces. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the breakers, on the other hand, are on a loft above the, the, above the pool. Mm -hmm. And their job is to break giant ice blocks and send chunks of ice down a chute to make <laughs> the pool even colder. Yeah, down an ice luge. I mean... Yeah, and all five people within the team will become the tribunal, which is new for this year because usually they make them pick three people from uh -huh. a large team to serve as the tribunal, which causes its own set of drama. But I think they probably had already enough drama with the first. <laughs> They're like, we got it for this episode, guys. Let's yeah. give them all a chance. So we go to team one, which includes Ashley. And for some reason, that team decides that all the boys will be divers and the two girls will be the icebreakers without recognizing that they have to put a puzzle together. Yeah, and the boys in this case are Fessy and Josh. And, and Rogan. And two-thirds of that group is working are with less than optimal brain capacity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, given that Ashley knows that people have her name in their mouth, this was such a miss for her. Like, for this sure. was really a bad decision on Ashley's part, because of all the people in the challenge, now that CT is gone, Ashley is a puzzle solver. Yeah. Like, if someone should be on the group solving puzzles should be ashley especially when the team of people to solve the puzzles are all 80 percent dum-dums <laughs> <laughs> ashley should have been 
on the divers team. Yeah. And we, we see this play out. So they're able to, to get all of their puzzle pieces out. They struggle a bit with one of the last ones. I think at one point they try to rip it off because they're men and they're strong. <laughs> you know? um, and they finally get this puzzle piece out. They run to go solve and put the pieces together. And it's a relatively simple puzzle. They It's like almost like Tetris. It's Tetris and they have to put yes. the pieces together in such a way that they match a silhouette that's already outlined on the wall. And they are struggling they're struggling so bad that PJ <laughs> is openly laughing I mean, in their faces. A complete lack of professionalism from TJ <laughs> in that moment where he's just... But it's great. <laughs> it's, as if, it, it's as if, you know, they were doing trivia, which TJ gladly laughs in all of <laughs> their faces as he's pushing a button to make them fall from 200 feet in the into air the <laughs> into the ocean. So it was almost as great as that, but still pretty funny. So team two has Nelson, Kayla, and Dee as divers, and they almost die. They really, really almost die. And straight up. And it's clear they're not getting it, and it's clear that team one's time, like that they're not going to beat team one. But for some reason, I mean, I guess not for some reason, I guess, I don't know if this makes you a good competitor or just stubborn and stupid, but they refuse to get out of the water until TJ calls it for them. Right. And I think what happened, which they didn't really focus on a lot, is the first team of breakers was Jordan and Sway. Swaggy. What's his name? Swaggy, Swaggy C. Swaggy <sighs> C. And if you rewatch that, they sent a good chunk, a good tonnage of ice down that <laughs> chute. Yeah. Which only made the water colder for the next group, mm -hmm. which was team two. And they suffered for it. Yeah. Because they don't even... I think they may have unhooked maybe two puzzle maybe pieces. Two. Yeah. And then the rest of the time they were like, it's so cold. I can't feel my body parts. <laughs> Nelson lost feeling of his balls immediately upon Immediately they entered, they re-entered the his body. And at one point, the three of, none of the three of them can actually move. And TJ feels bad and calls it and tells them to get out. Yeah. And as they're trying to get Nelson out, he can't even walk. He yeah, can't he, stand up. He collapses. It's he pretty collapses scary. And they have to carry him to an ambulance. He gets wrapped up like a hot dog. And then they, they cart him away because he's dying. He's hypothermic. I mean, I, yeah. I guess, like, I understand. We can talk a little bit more about this later. I understand, like the entertaining factor of like physically demanding challenges but this shit's just like kind of dangerous <laughs> well, that's why they have the medics there ready to <laughs> it's go it's just like a little bit like on the edge just on the cusp of being just like too risk too much risk um yeah for it to be safe but anyway there's three more teams to go and they don't let nelson's fall stop them from going in even though they do get pretty nervous and all of a sudden everyone has gloves 
I don't think they let Nelson's fall stop them. <laughs> TJ doesn't let Nelson's fall. <laughs> TJ's like, well, he's down, but the rest of y'all still got to do it. So, yeah. I team- also, I didn't notice the gloves until someone else mentioned it online. No, um, the first yeah, two teams every- didn't use gloves. And then Nelson yeah. went into an ambulance and all of a sudden everyone had these magic gloves. Which is not fair. No, not at all. The first team should have gotten to redo their puzzle if that was the case. Yeah. But whatever. Um, then we get team three. And I don't really remember who else is in team three. But what I do remember <laughs> is that Wes Pease himself to warm up the water that's around him. Brilliant and I strategy. Say that's a smart strategy because oh, that's yeah. what I would do. That's yeah. what I do every time I get <laughs> in the ocean. So if yes. you ever see me kind of wait away from you, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> Don't follow me. I'm peeing. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm peeing. <laughs> um, team three unlocks their pieces fairly quickly and they also manage to solve the puzzle. Yeah, they do really well. They're the, probably the best team so far. Um, Until we get to team four. Team four. So team four goes, it's Johnny, Anissa, Bear, Casey, and Big T. Um, We know for sure that Johnny and Anissa are in the water. And they have a really good strategy. So they've gotten to see three teams go already. And so their strategy is like, while our fingers are still working in this extreme cold, we're just going to unlock the carabiners on all the puzzle pieces we can and let them float to the top. Once they're all unlocked, all we have to do is push them up out of the water. And that's what they end up doing, and it works really well for them. They're by yeah. far the fastest. Definitely. And then we have Team 5. Their divers are Corey, Kyle, and Bailey. And I don't even think they've been in there two minutes before Corey and Kyle are both quitting because they don't really care Because since it's a woman's elimination. And of course, TJ shames them for being quitters, as he should. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not even quitting because they're dying. They're quitting because they just don't Yeah, they're uncom- do it. They're uncomfortable, and so they're yeah. like, let's get out of here. And so uh, Team 4 wins, um, and they become the tribunal. So again, that's Johnny, Anissa, Bear, Casey, and Big T, who really comes into her own on this episode. <laughs> yeah. So what would you have changed about this mission? I mean, I would have, I I was really uncomfortable with how dangerous this was. Um, But I guess I would have just changed the, find some way to regulate the temperature of the pool to be the same at each team start. Like, I don't think it's fair Mm. that, team two gets significantly colder water than team one because of how much ice they broke into the pool in the previous round. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's one thing I would change. And like, to be honest, a harder puzzle because it was really freaking easy. <laughs> Except for team one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was very, that was highly complicated. Like if we're going to lean into this whole like extreme cold numbing thing, but it, I think it should have actually been something a little bit more like intricate that you have to use your fingers, but you almost can't because they're so cold. Just something a little yeah. bit more challenging in that regard. What about you? Um, I would have leaned into the cold water and actually made it a dive and not just a pop your head underwater. Mm-hmm. That's sadistic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, they've done worse on this show. So. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, so the group, we get back to the house. Kyle immediately goes and talks with Maddie since he sees an opportunity to make a move against Ashley. Does Kyle not like Ashley? I don't really know. They, they were hooking up on previous seasons. So I'm not really sure what his deal is this season other oh. than he's always been a dick. Okay. <laughs> so Baseline dicks dick. do what they do. <laughs> yes. So him and Maddie decide that it's a good move and it seems like Ashley has pissed enough people off in the house that they could reasonably get her in. Yeah. She kind and, of knows she's going into. Like she she's yeah. she's under no illusions about that. And Nelson returns and he's alive and still has all of his appendages. His balls are intact. His we balls hope. are ready to go. <laughs> um and Corey is so happy to see his BFF for life return. Mm-hmm. Um and they're hugging it out. And we move on to the elimination voting. I mean, unsurprisingly, the first six people vote for Ashley. It's not a shock to anyone. But then it's Dee's turn. And she once again proves or shows her true colors by first <laughs> announcing that they're good friends or, and that maybe like that Dee cares about her, but then voting her in anyway. And I'm just like, Dee, like you could have burned a vote. You could have not voted for right. her and so the fact that you just like threw your supposed friend under the bus is making it seem that you're the real snake in this game because you've been right. breaking alliances left and right since episode one yeah i guess she didn't have a handshake with ashley either so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they didn't shake hands so the they all collectively decide that ashley's going in even though i don't think half the room has yeah. voted I thought Unless they just premature. didn't show it. Mm. Um, they may ha- the producers may just have not shown it. Who knows? But clearly not everyone, every, on all of the past episodes, we've seen every single person vote. This is the first one where we didn't. Um, so it's just interesting that immediately it's decided that Ashley's going in. She gets up and adds her name to the board and walks out after crying and declaring that she's a badass puzzle player. Um, so after she leaves, Kyle, as I said, dicks do what dicks do. He gets up and laughs about how he was planning to vote for Ashley anyway, and then immediately runs out of the room behind her to console her about having to get voted in. Yeah, it was Even just he really bizarre. To organize it. Psychopathic, like. Yeah, definitely. Well, your shit. But anyway, the oh. night goes according to everyone's plan. Um, and then they get to go out, let off a little steam and drink. Mm-hmm. And Johnny, yeah, Johnny... <laughs> enters mentor mode once again, like he did for, for Jen many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> Hypes for that up. earthling. <laughs> Hypes Big T up to use her newfound power to really like stir some shit up and see like what she can get out of this deal. 
And she does. She she goes after the the holy alliance, the unholy alliance. I don't know. Yes. Nani and those two other girls. <laughs> the unholy trinity. The unholy trinity. Thank you. The yes. holy trinity. It's the holy trinity. That's, I don't that's remember why it's ironic any of these because names. They're unholy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, she basically, and I don't know if this is binding. Although they all three did shake hands. Um, did she, they? They did. Oh, I missed um, that. She basically convinces them that they are all on the chopping block. And even though they're really not. And then kind of tricks them into agreeing not to vote, not to say her name in the future if she keeps them out of elimination now. Um, and so mm. just like that, she's kind of created another alliance with this group, really just lev- just bluffing the entire time, which I thought was really impressive. We'll see if it actually holds. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, trying to leverage your power is not the same thing as creating an alliance. Very And true. I think a lot of people learn that the hard way. Yeah, people are just going to tell you what you want to hear yep. in the moment. And then some, sometime later in this night, Bear is confessing that he's falling in love with Kayla. And I... I wish you could see my face right now. It's don't like... care. <laughs> Couldn't care less. I don't care because he's an idiot. And Kayla, girl, stay away. You and I just want to see, like, one healthy relationship this season. Girl, this is the challenge. Maybe they don't Tor- do healthy Tori and Jordan are the most like normal couple on the show. Yes, and even their relationship <laughs> is fairly unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Tribunal time. Yeah. So they waste no time in quickly choosing D, Maddie, and Tori. Johnny claims that D is snakier than Ashley, and Which he, he would know because he is King Snake. <laughs> uh, Maddie comes in first for her interrogation and she clearly does not want to go in but she says if she has to she will yeah she likes to gamble apparently Tori says she only wants to go in if it fits her skill set and that's a big change from the previous episodes where she just wanted to go in fuck whatever the the challenge was. Yeah. But I guess after seeing CT get sent home, now she's like, well, only if I can knock bitches out do I want to go in. If it's a puzzle, leave me out of it. And especially if it's a puzzle against Ashley, like, it's just right. stacked against her. Right. Big T at this point tries to make a deal with Tori to keep her out of purgatory if it's a puzzle or a favor. Um, I wasn't... I, I watched it three times and I still wasn't sure what they landed on. Tori was like, I can't promise you that girl. And does yeah. Big T know that she's going to have to go into an elimination eventually? Cause she's flexing all this muscle to keep herself out, but she does need a red skull. Right. And yeah, the previous episodes, she too was also trying to get herself thrown in. Now she's trying to keep herself out. Uh, I'm not sure. I think this whole game this whole season has really affected people's gameplay and their mm-hmm. ability to reason <laughs> what should what they should be doing yeah to help further themselves along so d comes in next and she says she's not scared about anything 
And then they start grilling her about coming, quote unquote, for people. Um, and every person asks if they if she's ever had their name in her mouth. This is only the second vote. You would know <laughs> if she had your name in her mouth. This is only the second vote for the girls. And there have only been two votes for the guys as yeah. well. So what are y'all talking about? Like, they're, they're literally just being assholes because they're in a position of power. Exactly. Exactly. They just yeah. kind of, not, they want to embarrass her. They want to intimidate her. And right. they want to paint her as, like, a villain. Which, the, you, but they also don't have to try hard to do that because she Right, she does it herself. <laughs> um, so Bear and Johnny ask if Ashley had an accomplice in rallying the house in voting for Johnny. And before she even answers, I'm thinking, why does Johnny still care about this? Why? Oh, right. Because only he can go after people without consequences, but people aren't allowed to go after him. And that's been his MO for years now. He can do whatever he wants, but as soon as someone else does the same to him or tries to do the same to him, then they're dead. Yeah. Like, so it's really, I found it to be really annoying. But D is so giddy and happy to say that she was actually so complex. <laughs> I think she's over it at this point. She's like, whatever. Yes, yes. I've done it all. I'm evil. Yes, fine. She's not, she's not over it. She has no idea <laughs> what she's doing. I think she thinks she's making herself stand out as like a smart strategic player mm-hmm. and in reality she's just pissing people off yeah and you can't really you can piss people off all you want to but you have to be able to back it up and i'm sorry d still has not done anything to show that she can back any of this shit up yeah so she basically paints a target, an additional target on herself by identifying herself as one of the, the accomplices, which I don't really think she was. She just was caping for the dude whose for tongue Jay. she was sucking on. So, <laughs> But I think also Dee wants to go in. Like she understands, unlike I think the rest of them in that room, including the girls in that room who are on the tribunal who made very little who seem to have very little interest in going in themselves she knows that like if she goes in she it's a benefit because she's gonna have to go in anyway she's the only one who seems to understand that that there's she didn't understand that her when she was in the tribunal (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) yeah that's so what's that what's that phrase let's this is the time we play what is that colloquialism that we can't <laughs> remember correctly? Wait, what are you thinking? <laughs> you of? can't see. You can't see the forest for the trees. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I One think those, those are two separate ones. They're not together, but they work together. But yeah, they're very separate, but they have the same same. They deliver the same message. Yes, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. 
right? She knows now that it's important <laughs> to go in. But for some reason, she didn't understand that back then, two episodes ago when she was yeah. in the tribunal. Okay, um, she so anyways, with Jenny, that's why. It's very important she, to her. She agrees <laughs> that she won't put anybody else's name in her mouth from that group of five people. She doesn't shake on any of that. No. But she claims it's not she, will not, she will not put any of their names in, in her mouth. And I just wanted to point out that Casey did not speak at all during that. And if she did, they cut it. Yeah. She just sits there. She's just looking cute. I have, yeah. I have, I think Casey's so cute. <laughs> I just want her to stick around for a while. <laughs> and at some points, like she ke- it looks like she keeps looking at the other side of the room and kind of like, can this fucking conversation be over? <laughs> like she's trying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. So I, d- I don't know what was going on there. But anyway, we have finally made it to purgatory. <laughs> We've arrived at purgatory. And this purgatory... <laughs> just it's 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 perplexing to say the least they get in there and there's these there's all these like these pots hanging from these sticks and then and then there's these giant like 12-sided die and then <laughs> and then there's like a a, a a a wheel like a pin like a wheel that you have to spin but it has like four levels of five five levels of spinny parts so the whole thing just looks very, very complex. Like as if you, I feel like someone kind of got carried away with devising <laughs> this one. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, Tori, so Tori sees all of what you just described and runs <laughs> screaming in the other direction. <laughs> she wants no parts of this uh-uh, not at me. all. Um, and neither do any of the tribunal ladies. They do not volunteer to go in. TJ gives them a side eye. Mm-hmm. And all five of them vote for D. And I thought it was really interesting that now Johnny would rather see D go home instead of Ashley mm-hmm. when he's been rallying hard to get Ashley out for the past three episodes. But now because he found out that D had his name in her mouth because nobody's allowed to do that. Yeah. D's on the chopping block. D has to go, which is just, I don't get it. I mean, I want D to go and I still don't understand why this is Johnny's. Because I I, I think at the end of it, maybe like Ashley, despite all her bullshit, it's just like, she's a little bit more likable than D to me at this point i don't like either of them but d has just been annoying the fuck out of me yeah since the first episode yeah and i'm tired of <laughs> i'm so tired of her so anyway we get to the game and it is called code breaker so as ray has detailed we have two wheels with five rings each and the challengers have to spin each ring to tell them what symbol to look for. And then they walk over to the hanging clay pots and they have to smash the pots until they find a tile with the symbol indicated on the ring. 
Yes, but the clay pots are like hovering in the air, so they have to use a giant die to roll around and then stand up on so they can reach the pot right. to smash it. Right. And once they find the tile, they go back to the wheel and spin the next ring. Yep. And learn what symbol to look for now. And they have to do that five times to collect five tiles. And then each of the tiles actually on the other side of the, one side has the symbol, and on the other side is the name of one of the challenge seasons, yep. the previous seasons. So once they have collected all five of them, the challengers have to chronologically order them based on when the seasons aired. I love so, this element. So I agree with you, Ray, that whoever came up with this game was just, it was just like, excessive yeah they could have they could have edited a little bit <laughs> they it could was, have so like I think, pulled out two elements of this and it was still would have been interesting i think they did <laughs> and we'll we'll get to this in a little bit I, I really think they did um so the game begins and ashley immediately has a hard time finding her tiles and this continues for the entire the entire time, the entire game. Yeah, because some of the pots are empty. Some of them have tiles, but they're not the tiles you need. And so I, she, I think, still has two tiles by the time D has four. Something so from the very beginning, D has a huge lead in terms of getting her tiles. But you would think it's not that much of an advantage because unlike Ashley, Dee has been living in Australia for the past however many years where they apparently don't air the challenge. And also, I don't think she's a big fan of the show beforehand. So in terms of having to put them in order, it was going to be a struggle for her. Yeah. And honestly, I think it would be a struggle for me too. And I've seen most of the seasons, mm. but I never actually remember the names or the themes of the season. Like once I finished watching it, like my brain only remembers like the important parts of the season. Yeah, they all tend also kind of all blend together. There have been like many uh, yeah, second versions of seasons. Right. We also. are in season thirty-five. So <laughs> for those of us who have been watching for a while, they're all just jumbled in there. I guess maybe if I was actually competing, maybe I would do better at remembering them. Yeah. Because it seems like a lot of the competitors do, even the ones who are my age. <laughs> um, so, uh, say la vie. So, when Dee gets to the part of ordering her tiles, Wes starts yelling out help mm -hmm. to her. And everyone else on the cast gets really grumpy about it particularly Johnny, because he's already decided that it's time for D to go. Yeah. Because he's the one who gets to decide that. And personally, I don't understand why everyone else is trying to call Wes out for this, because it has been standard that the peanut gallery always calls down help to the people in the, 
in the elimination pits. Always, always. Always. This is something that has happened from the beginning. If you are searching for something and the peanut gallery who is at um, an elevation sees it, they say, no, look to your right, look to your left. Um, if someone is coming around a wall full speed, they tell you to get low and prepare <laughs> to get hit. Yeah. You know? Like this is something that has always happened. So the fact that they're mad because it's D is really annoying and hypocritical to me. And I say that sure. as someone who was hoping that D would lose. Yeah, and I think, I think another thing is it would have been different if both of them were at similar stages, but D was so far ahead of Ashley. I think it just kind of threw people for a second that not only does she have this huge lead, she's also getting an additional advantage, although I know it's typical for people to get help from the spectators. Yeah, and that's happened in previous previous episodes and seasons as well. Mm. So, like, if someone has an advantage, their friends sometimes try to help them keep that advantage. Yeah. So it was just it was just hypocritical all around. I think, um, like, it it can't be okay when your friends are doing it, but not okay when the people you don't like are doing it. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't like that shit at all. So now Johnny is using that to question his alliance with Wes, except I don't think he ever discussed with Wes the fact that he was now targeting D. Yeah. Because Wes, like me assumed Johnny was still targeting Ashley because <laughs> he's been targeting. So we're all confused. Yes. Um, so, but I, but, love, I kind of love that Wes and Dee are like loyal to each other. Yeah. I mean, I like their partnership. Yeah. And even with Wes's help, Dee still gets it wrong. <laughs> so many times. She calls so for many like times. four times. Wes is literally yelling the answer. <laughs> I see him yell. The first thing he yells to her, I forget. I don't even remember which season, but he says, I think it was bloodlines. He says, bloodlines is before X. We look at these tiles and <laughs> bloodlines is like the last. <laughs> like what part of that sentence did you not understand? <laughs> and she calls for a check and I'm like, wait, he just told you. <laughs> Like, I, oh my God, none of these people are smart. No. All right. So even though she keeps getting it wrong, she, D, eventually pulls out the win. And she organizes her tile in the correct order. And at this point, Ashley has only just gotten her fourth tile. Yeah. She's still missing an entire piece. So unfortunate. Yeah. So what would you have changed about <laughs> this purgatory? I mean, there are just too many things. I mean, I just think it was overdone. Like I don't, I, I do not like missions or like purgatory or things like this, where it's like so up to chance that no matter like what your skill or strategy is, 
like you can't apply that to help give you an advantage. Like in this case, D only won because she was luckier in finding her pieces faster than Ashley. And there was no reason for there to be like a 12 sided die that they had to push around to stand up on to break the, like the die even had symbols on, on, on the sides of it. So I thought it would have somehow been a part of the game, but it was just a prop. And so like the exploding truck in the last episode, like there's no need (laughs) to just keep adding like these elements that may seem like aesthetically more complex, but don't actually add anything. I totally agree with you. Um, The first part definitely didn't involve any skill at all. It was totally random. And I also didn't get the point of using the the dice for stepladders. But this is where I think the original game had to have been way too complicated. Because I think originally they had to do something with the wheel then they had to do something with the dice yeah to figure out how to get their tiles okay and whatever that piece in the middle was was probably too fucking complicated <laughs> and someone said nobody's going to get this let's just use the tile to get higher and stand up on it yeah so they can break stuff they also weren't breaking any codes The name of the purgatory game was Code Breaker. True. So I would have actually made it a code (laughs) that they had to break. Or yeah, or something where it was like, maybe they didn't know it was the seasons. Like if they would have somehow like camouflaged the seasons, like made it just like took out all the vowels or some shit. I don't know. And then the only clue for them was to put them in order. And so the first step would actually having to find, to figure out what it was that was written on the tiles or something like that. I do like the element of like challenge history as yeah. part of Serbia. I think that's really cool and something that they could use, they could introduce more. I think I would have had them somehow have to figure out what the symbols meant, mm. whatever that code is. And then that code would lead them to the the clay pots that needed to be broken. So if you solve the code incorrectly, you would have broken empty clay pots or clay pots with the wrong pieces, maybe pieces that your partner needed. I also think I I wouldn't have had them have separate pots. pots. Mm -hmm. There would have been one pot field. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's the perfect pattern. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I think that would have been interesting too. Like it's some kind of pattern that they have yeah. to figure out and then break according to that pattern would have been cool. Yep. So Purgatory is over and Ashley is eliminated. And on her way out, she picks a fight with Wes. Oh, God. I continue to be so confused by this episode. <laughs> I think for someone like Ashley who, who touts her social game as being one of her strengths, she has very little impulse control. No, that is so true. <laughs> um, she is all ego. Yeah. Yeah. Ego, right? It and ego. Yeah. 
I think that's right. <laughs> I think it's part of it that we don't know. <laughs> that's part <laughs> of us now. It's part of our identity. Um, <laughs> But yeah, she picks a fight with Wes, and Wes is bewildered as well. <laughs> Wes is like, I don't understand. Right? Everyone everybody, everybody knows D is my previous partner. I taught her to swim, that, for God's sake. Obviously, if she needed help, I was going to help her. Yeah. And you and me, we ain't friends. <laughs> or no, we don't get angry at each other, but we ain't cool we like ain't that. We close like that. Exactly. But we're also not enemies, so why are you like... <laughs> shooting shards of <laughs> empty clay pots in my direction oh ashley you were entertaining i'll give you that um and you know i don't know if you caught this but she kind of outs wes and johnny's alliance yes which i'm not sure is a secret like i just it no it's other people don't know they're starting to they have started to figure it out yeah but other it has been it's a it's a secret between those two yeah. and maybe like one or two other people who who have now been brought in yeah but she yells out the first thing she says is johnny so I, i'm like oh here it comes she's gonna get deep in johnny's ass now <laughs> and what she finishes that sentence is you need to stop working with wes wes is a whatever term she used. I don't know if it was loser, dick, asshole, something. <laughs> something she called Wes. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But because she immediately turns that sentence focus from Johnny to Wes, everybody's like, whoa, she's going in on Wes and totally misses the stop working with Wes part. Part, yeah. So... I think maybe, and we'll see, well, we may see this in the next, the opening of the next episode, maybe a couple of people actually caught it yeah, you heard and that? they'll start you talking about now. it. You will so I don't know. You didn't vote for him that one time. Hmm. Right. <laughs> so who knows? All right. And that's the end of the episode. It was, yes. this episode gave me such a headache. Yeah, it was, I mean, the mission was cool, but I think otherwise it's a bit lackluster. Yeah. I didn't like the purgatory, it wasn't enough competition, and the drama was just so arbitrary. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong, I like drama, but just that's not like so much right. of it not just like every three minutes. <laughs> like, and we actually want the competition to be good. Yes. Not just random ass chance exactly all right so challenge all stars who is your all-star for this week oh my gosh oh i don't let me think about I didn't it even for a pick one honestly um i mean i will say there's someone who caught my eye this episode was fessy i mean i know he's a dum-dum but he has consistently proven his physical prowess in every single challenge so far yes and he was throwing those puzzle pieces up out of the water like the Hulk in the very beginning. I thought it was very, very impressive. So I, I'll, I'll give it to Fessy. What about My you? challenge all-star was TJ. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Just because he laughed at them? He laughed at them. He 
she shamed Corey and Kyle for ending early. She gave side eye to the tribunal ladies it's when true. they didn't step up to the plate. TJ, TJ was on it this episode. I have a question for you. I've noticed, and so as a person who watched pretty regularly in the earlier seasons of the challenge, took quite a long break, and is now back. I don't recall TJ referring to it as his final ever. Like he didn't take ownership of the final as his, but he's doing that a lot. And I wonder if you can pinpoint when it moved from TJ's just being the host of this show to TJ being like, you can't compete in my final unless you get a red skull. Like he's been like that for a while. I don't recall. I don't and remember. And I think definitely not in the earlier days, but I think at some point, whenever there was some, whenever there was a twist that was announced or whenever there were parts of the game that were revealed, the contestants have always been like, oh, Tej, why would you do this to us? Mm-hmm. Like jokingly. And I think the, the producers or the game masters or I don't know what they call themselves have kind of leaned in on it because yeah. TJ represents yeah. them and the production, okay. right? So even, I don't think TJ comes up with anything <laughs> <laughs> except his own shade. Yeah, his lines. Um, yeah. Um, but I think they've kind of leaned into that as, as part of the mythos of the game. Okay. This is something I've been noticing. Um, All right. So who is your elimination pick for this episode? The person that you were not a fan of or hated? Um, I have a couple. (laughs) Okay. Let's hear. Bear. Oh, yes. Seconded. (laughs) Because, I mean, I would have been pissed. Ashley for spitting on Bear because I would have been livid. Mm-hmm. D because girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Johnny, just because I, and I said this throughout the whole episode, it really annoys me that he thinks he gets to do whatever he wants to do. And when other people do it, then it's a problem. Mm -hmm. You can't have it both ways. And he's always been like that. And people let him get away with it. Yes. But it's just annoying. So those are my, my, my elimination. (laughs) Your casual four elimination (laughs) picks. Okay. Well, for me, it would be bear. Like the whole prank with the fire extinguisher was not cool. His attitude is not cool. Yeah. His per- personality I find to be exhausting mm. to witness. Yes. Everything about his personality experience. is exhausting. <laughs> so. I don't get what about any of that is a turnoff. I don't I, I'm really trying to see it. Like phys- I, even physically, like I don't even think he's like that handsome even. So it must be a personality thing, but then he has a shit personality. <laughs> it's just not good. Not good. But, I mean, I'm not going to yuck your yum, Kayla. Just 
yuck your yum. You've never heard that before? No. I think it's more like about kink shaming, but it's like when you say like, I'm not going to rain on your parade. Or like yeah, or like judge, judge you for the things you like. Like, I'm not going to uh, yuck your yum. Ah, got it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> All right. Lessons in shade. What was your favorite shady moment or manipulation during this episode? I've already shared that. It was all of TJ. Yeah, for me, it was TJ, specifically when he just laughed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and now for our favorite segment. I don't wrestle. I beat bitches up. I don't wrestle. I beat bitches up. Our favorite line from the episode, Dr. K, what do you got? So mine, again, was Tej, <laughs> And after he had that glorious evil laugh, he yells out, there's no possible way they could fuck this up more. <laughs> Referring to the three dum-dums trying to solve the puzzle. Yes. Um, mine was a quote from Wes um, after his team did pretty well in the daily mission. He says, I love power. I put it in my goblet and I drink it till I am drunk. <laughs> and it's shit like that. That makes people not like what? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like if you don't realize that he's not actually taking himself seriously. <sighs> a favorite. Again, stupidness and social media. Uh, I didn't really find anything for this me week. Me either. Honestly, I didn't have time to look, but I did see <laughs> that that big T liked our post. Oh, yeah. So guys, challenge read one is our Twitter handle. So go follow us and see big T liking us, liking her bald head. <laughs> yes, her fabulous, her fabulousness. Uh, I, it took me a good while to find her fucking handle. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell because you only posted it like five minutes after the original yes because there's somebody else who's big t and it's like this big bald white dude i was like oh that's totally not the right person and predictions and possibilities our final segment this evening or whenever you're listening for us it's evening um what are you anticipating the next episode or how do you see you know things being set up to come later in the season so one i think we're seeing the first chinks in the armor of the west johnny alliance Mm. because there was clearly confusion on what their focus should have been on because johnny decided that d had to go West thought that Johnny wanted Ashley gone and Wes is clearly also in an alliance, a real one, not one of his fake ones that he makes with the 100 <laughs> other people on the show with D. So if their alliance is going to work, they being Wes and Johnny, they actually need to talk to each other about stuff and make sure that they're on the same page and johnny being johnny i think is going to take 
Wes helping D as a slight yeah. against him. Um, my second prediction, which isn't really a prediction, but I'm guessing from the clips that they showed us in last night's episode, as well as the mega clips from the first episode, is Ayla's going to fall on that dick, that bear. <laughs> yes it is gross it will be gross because i i really don't get it i don't i don't get it and girl you have a man who i'm assuming i hope is a decent person right because he doesn't show up on these shows you're gonna cheat cheat not on reality television i'm, I'm just right. confused by the whole so thing. one of the things i did <laughs> see on social media last night i don't know if you caught this hmm. at the end is that <laughs> kayla did you see you saw the previews for next week's episode Ooh, i think so yeah and there's the part spoiler but we don't care about this as a spoiler um they show Kayla and Bear full on making out in the bathroom <laughs> because a lot of people think that if they do stuff in the bathroom that the cameras won't see them because cameras aren't supposed to be in the bathroom. But many of them either forget to close the bathroom door or they start making out in the doorway of the bathroom <laughs> because they can't wait to get all the way in the bathroom. So all of this to say that Kayla posted last night once that preview aired, something along the lines of, oh shit, I didn't realize there was actually a camera on us when we did that. Guess I was just too drunk. Oh boy. Yeah, so we see where that's going. So what about you? What are your predictions and possibilities? I mean, and also you were you were on episode 4 or 5 for your your bet about Wesson. I said John. episode 4. All right, you So we've passed my my expiration date has come and gone. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I will say that I think it's interesting. I, I hadn't even considered that Dee and Johnny would be at odds at any point, but I think that's going to definitely split Wes in his alliances because yeah. it's there's going to come a point where he's going to have to choose between the two of them, and I think he's yeah. going to choose Dee because there's just not that wealth of animosity <laughs> simmering right. beneath the surface. Right. And also, they better not fucking vote Jay into purgatory again next week that's all i want i don't jay deserves a week off it's not he's voting had a week again. off it was no, called the no. women's purgatory <laughs> no he does not need to go into a third purgatory because everyone thinks he's a layup i'm over it find someone else put swaggy c in there because bailey ain't got no power everyone's just afraid of her mouth like come on now but yeah that's it for me and that's it for this episode <laughs> of the challenge read. Thank you for joining us, folks. Um, I'm Ray. And I'm Dr. K. 
Signing off. Peace.